In today's podcast, the topic is property. All Australians love property, and right now, markets are at record highs, and if you're an investor, you really need to know what's going on. I'm really excited to bring you today, Scott Agate, a very experienced, one of the best property experts in the country. He's gonna to talk to you all about the market. He's worked on both sides as a seller and also as a, as a buyer. He's got a unique proposition, a really good story, I hope you really enjoy it. I, I really think you will. Listen in, and here's Scott Agate. Well, hi. On today's podcast, I'm here with Scott Agate. Uh, everyone at the moment is talking property. It's it's the hot topic, no matter who you talk to. Um, if you own property, you're, you're staggered at how much your property might be worth. If you're trying to buy property, you're trying to work out how to get in. Um, so I'm very, very excited to be here with Scott. Uh, how are you, Scott? Good night. I'm very excited to be here too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you here. So just a bit of a, an intro on Scott for everyone. He's a uh, He's one of the leading uh, agents and advisors, I believe, in Australia. He's been in the industry since 1995. That's when we actually met, Scott. Um, he's been on the both sides of the market. So he's been a, an agent and run very, very successful businesses. And now he's on the other side, which he's going to explain to us today. So before we get into that, Scott, I just want to you know, sort of ask you, what's, what's your story? Tell me a bit about your story. Sure. Okay. Well, as you said, it's 1995 since we met, which um, takes me back, which is good. Um, my story is I, I did five years in London, in central London as a, a real estate agent. Um, and I've done 15, 16 years in, in Sydney. Uh, I had three franchises of Bell Property that I started in the eastern suburbs, the first three. Built those up to big teams. But I really, um, I just found myself frustrated in the industry. I didn't like all the game playing and the lying. I was never comfortable with it. And I really just had, uh, you know, a discomfort in that job, in that role. I was never comfortable for the last kind of five or seven years. And wanted to get out. So together um, with my wife and my two kids, we moved up to the Gold Coast when I sold my last Bell franchise uh, at the end of 2015. And we've been developing property up here. So I've been flipping um, one-off kind of waterfront houses that I've been building. And uh, together with a mate in Sydney, we started a um, little boutique ski lodge business in Japan where we've had four hotels over there. So we've been keeping that busy as a little side project. And uh, about two and a half years ago, I just thought I really want to get back into the day-to-day transactional side of um, property, which I missed, but I didn't miss uh, being an agent. So I wanted to do something different. And I really felt strongly about representing buyers and bringing transparency to the industry. So I created a business, um, which is the first of its kind in the world uh, in terms of the model that I'm doing. It's negotiation as a service, effectively. Business is called Hello House. And um, yeah, I've been representing buyers, the 98% of Australian um, buyers that currently go it alone and don't use a buyer's agent, that are uh, highly exposed to agent game playing and, and getting fleeced. Um, so I'm stepping in to help those buyers that have got the ability to find their own property. And then I out-negotiate the agent to save the money and to um, ensure that it's a less stressful process for everybody. And so far, that's been a great success. Yeah, wow, that's um, that's a really interesting um, position in the market. I mean, I'm and I've sold I've sold property through you, Scott, which was uh, really successful. But uh, I suppose as a buyer, yeah, you're always thinking, well, how do I get uh, how do I cut through the noise? I suppose how do I how do I get through to the right numbers here? So, yeah, tell me about how how does that work in in practice? So, if I'm down there, someone listening to this is actually thinking about buying a property. Um, right now, it's pretty hard as well. So, I'd like to get your take on that as well. What's going on out there? But what do you you know what how does that work? It's really hard to answer that question and right across the country at the moment in most areas, it's really difficult for buyers. And I guess um, 
therein lies an opportunity for, for a business like mine to try and assist people. Um, and certainly, I think the, the role of a buyer's agent is growing across the country as well for the same reasons. People need that support. In terms of how it works for me, I work right across the country and at any price point. So it doesn't matter if I'm buying um, a car park for 100 grand or a $10 million waterfront in Sydney. It doesn't change the service. Um, it really is just down to how much I can save the client. So how, how it works is that you'll go out and find a property that you want to buy. Um, then you'll hand over to me and choose to out-negotiate the agent, as I said. So how I get that um, right is that I ask you as the purchaser to set me what I call a target price. And that's really my line in the sand is your walkaway number, the maximum price you're prepared to spend. And I um, align myself financially right from the start. So different to a buyer's agent, I'll say to you, okay, well, a property, let's say, for example, in Sydney is on for 1.5 million guide price. So you might be expecting to pay 1.7 or the way it's going at the moment, about two and a half million. <laughs> but let's just say 1.7, you say to me, okay, Scott, I found this property, I want to pay 1.7 million. I'll set that as my target price. I come in. I try and buy it below that price. Let's say I buy it for 1.68. I save you $20,000. I'll charge you 15% of the savings I make below that target price. So right from the very first conversation, you know that I've got your back. I'm financially aligned to buy the property as cheap as possible. So I guess the goal for me is two ways. One is actually make sure I win the property. And in, in this market, that's a challenge itself. And you definitely need an expert you know, person that you outsource it to to give you the best opportunity to win in competitive traffic. And then two, obviously buy it at the lowest possible price and save you money. Yeah, no, that's, um, I mean, look right now, so many clients and so many people I talk to are just, that's one of the problems. They're just, they go to auctions and, you know, it's sold before auction signs barely go up and the uh, places are sold. And then there's that sort of dilemma. They go, well, do I just pull out? Do I wait? Um, how do you advise clients in, in a market like this? I mean, is this, there's two questions, I suppose. How do you, how do you make sure that they're, you know, if they're a bit nervous? And, and two, um, is this one of the hottest or craziest markets you've, you've seen in your, in your 25, 26 year career? It's definitely the hottest market I've seen in Sydney. And of course, you know, having just focused my energies really in Sydney, I, I wasn't um, a party of what was happening around the country in other areas when I was working as an agent. But all the stats tell us that it is um, the biggest boom market we've been. But I've been through these cycles before, as you have as well ups and downs and it'll change it'll hit that point where it's just not affordable or rates will go up um, and it's just going to it'll, it'll change back and, and level out for buyers but I think it's going to be a long time that's my personal view that you're going to have to wait on the sidelines if you're hoping for a rainy day at the moment it looks like nothing but sunshine for the property market and, and house price growth so the way to do it you, you, you talked about um, signboards going up and auctions and things selling really strongly the way to do it is really to look at it that if you're buying something at auction or if you're even buying something that's already on real estate or domain, you're paying what I call retail, okay? And that means that you're joining the queue of hundreds of other eyeballs that are seeing those properties as soon as they go on those two main property portals. So the trick is, and what I do to coach my clients, is to try and find those properties earlier in the stage. If you can find them pre or off market, that's the ultimate. Um, if you can't and it goes on the open market, then you need to be getting to these properties day one. And there's just no other way to sugarcoat it at the moment in this market where it's so highly competitive. The two words that are, that are key for me is speed kills. Um, you really need to get your ducks aligned. Um, you need to be financially approved and ready to go, um, whether you're buying cash or if you're, if you're funding it, debt funding it, then um, you need to be really organized. Um, you do your things like a building and pest inspection or a strata report up front as quickly as possible. And you've just got to um, outbid the other parties with, with um, maneuverability and speed. So getting that due diligence done really quickly is crucial. One little easy takeaway that I teach my clients um, that works all the time is, you know, if you're looking in a particular area, 
Um, that's great, but most people make the mistake of looking in multiple areas and it's just near impossible to determine market value quickly. So laser focus um, your search criteria down to one or a maximum two suburb search. When you've done that, go through the sold section of realestate.com or domain and also in the current section, current listings, have a look at who's got the most market share and the lead agents there. Make a note of those, all their contact details, and put that into a BCC email. And you're going to send this email once a week to stay top of mind with agents. And that's going to generate you pre and off market listings. And this is an easy way to do it. That's at no cost to any of your listeners tonight. Um, so what you do is you, you put in in point form exactly what you're looking for. So BCC email, mine's going to be Scott Agate, Mermaid Beach, $2 million, got to be a knockdown, minimum 405 square meter block of land. Keep it really simple like you're talking to a five-year-old. Send that once a week. You will get those opportunities to get there first. But when the agents do contact you, the key to it is you've got to follow through. If you don't follow through and see the properties um, or tell them why you're not going to be available to see it, then they just won't give you these opportunities again. They won't believe that you're a real buyer. So that's an easy takeaway tip for anyone listening that's going to enter the property market soon. Oh, Scott, that's brilliant. Um, that's that's a real tip that I think uh, I think a lot of people, yeah, they're as you said, that's sort of they're, they're in that retail space, so they're just competing with the uh, with the numbers. But uh, if they can get a, a bit of a head of the game and um, and get into, I suppose, what you'd call the wholesale market, as you phrase it, then um, they've got a, a slightly better advantage. Absolutely. That's uh, that's really cool. What else? Um, any other rules of thumb that you have for um, you know, I suppose um, we've got investors who have been in the market for many, many years. We've got some who are just starting out. We've got some with super funds, some with companies. It's all over all over the place. But, you know, what do you what do you see out there as some other um, tips for people, maybe for people who are, um, you know, trying to more get set with an investment property? What are, what are some tips you might have? I think the dangerous thing that people are doing is just um, getting to a property and making an offer without really giving it any thought or using leverage to try and control the negotiation. A lot of the clients that I'm getting are coming to me saying, I've been making offers on all these properties. I've been getting there early and I just keep missing out. I just keep getting burnt. And it's just a, a phenomenon that just keeps um, replaying itself. So you really got to think about it differently when you're, you're making offers. Um, and I spend a lot of time focusing on how to reverse what I call the fear of loss when you negotiate and, and really controlling the negotiation as best you can. And that will help you when you're competing against multiple other parties and it'll make your offer stand out and give the vendors a reason to kind of make a decision. So you've really got to flush the vendors out and, and bring them to the table. Otherwise, they just play your offer against, you know, multiple other interested parties and that's why people are losing or why it's taking them a lot longer to close a deal. So a couple of little throwaway tips. Um, I think it, rather than you talk about what your budget is um, when you make an offer, talk about value turn the conversation to value so if you can say to them that um you know the property is worth x in my eyes because of these reasons rather than say you know i'm capped at a million bucks which is why i'm offering that because the vendor is just going to turn around and say well that's great thanks for the million dollar offer but you just don't see you know the right you're not the right buyer for my property because you don't see value and at the right level you can't afford it so you've got to take that part out of it it's not budget it's turn that conversation around to value that's really crucial and then in terms of the fear of loss part and leveraging um, to get control of a negotiation, it's always um, advisable to have a second property that you're considering as well. So if, you, if you're looking at a market really closely, I suggest you do that intensely for four to eight weeks. Um, typically, I see 50 plus properties before I buy. So I think anyone that wants to get serious about getting educated on a market needs to see that many properties and really commit four to eight weeks to doing this properly. Um, if you go to auctions and you watch auctions in real time, you'll see what the buyer depth is. You'll understand real prices being paid today to get a better gauge of what market value might be right now. Um, but when it comes to that negotiation time, when you're fronting up with an agent, then 
you really need to have a second property. And if you don't have a second property that you can leverage, invent one. And I use this often when I'm negotiating with agents and I'll say something along the lines of, you know, um, we've, we've got another property that we've uh, a long way down the line with. We might have offer acceptance on that property. We've got pressure on that agent off market to exchange um, by, you know, close of business Friday. Otherwise, they're telling us they're going to put it openly on the market. We love your property. Yours is the preference and preference is key because agents will think you're just playing them off. Your property is the preference. Um, obviously, we've got external pressure to act. Um, it's not us, it's them. So, you know, put that blame onto someone else and don't do it in, a, in a, an aggressive manner and then say, okay, well, we see value at this level. We're prepared to pay that. But as you know, we've got to act really quickly. So what that does is it makes the agent convey that message to the, to the vendor completely differently. They've got another property. If they don't buy yours today, you don't accept this, they're gone tomorrow. And if you frame that the right way, and I'm happy to teach any of your clients or chat to anyone and give them those tips or that dialogue specifically, that flushes the um, vendor out, the seller, to make a decision because they perceive that they're going to lose you within a certain time. So if you don't give them that time pressure, your offer is just going to sit there in a queue and the agents are just going to use that to, to um, field better offers to beat your offer. And that's what's happening to a lot of people. So that's another really easy trick to apply to ensure that when you do find the right one, that you can um, turn the screw and, and buy it for the right price, but also on the right time frame. That's brilliant, Scott. Thanks. Yeah, I think um, with many people, they just have that um, yeah, hesitation. They're not sure how to have the conversation with the agent. Um, and, you know, given you've got that amazing experience of being on the, you know, having uh, run your own very successful um, agencies and now being on the other side and helping the, the buyer, um, that's invaluable because we just don't, you know, we just don't know how that all works. And, and having that confidence just to have those conversations is a huge value add. So um, I've seen that. I've seen how you've worked with some um, clients already. And, um, and so it's a really good, uh, really good space that you're, you're in there. Um, it's been really valuable. I can see on your website, which is hellohouse.co. Uh, we'll, we'll link that in, in this as well. You've got some, um, some little tips and uh, processes on there as well and your contact details. Is that the best place to find you? Just go to the website and send an inquiry? Yeah, there or LinkedIn. I'm, I'm quite um, active daily writing lots of um, blogs about what's happening in the industry and how to take advantage of certain situations and agent game playing and how to avoid it, those tips. So you definitely left the dark side for the light, mate, to help buyers. So, yeah, hello, house, and it's H-A-U-S, as in the German spelling, .co. Um, so my number's there. Anyone can feel free to reach out, and I'll give them um, my advice for free anytime. And if they want to use the service, it's all pretty straightforward on the website. Well, Scott, that's been brilliant. I really appreciate your time today. Um, I hope everyone's found this really helpful. As we said at the start, everyone's always talking about property, whether it's a hot market or not. Um, Australians, we all, all love property, and it's an important part of anyone's uh, wealth strategy and uh, an investment portfolio. So uh, really hope that uh, it's been helpful. And if you need help, you know where Scott is. Scott, thanks again, mate. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. I'll cut it there. These podcasts are general in nature. And what does that mean? Well, it means all the information in this podcast doesn't take into account any of your personal circumstances. So it can only be taken in general. It's not trying to give you specific advice. Um, there are no mention of products or anything like that. But if there were, you would need to go and read all the product disclosure statements necessary for that particular product. We interview people and their opinions are their own. They're not giving you advice either. So 
if you want more information, please reach out to us. If you need personal advice, please seek uh, an independent qualified advisor or visit our website, www.archcapital.com.au. Thanks. Thank you.